closer to me, or am I going to be emotional today and want it further away? I, I'm going to say it's okay. We can go either way. I don't see why you'd be very emotional. I mean, no, but I might, I might get, might raise my voice here and there. You never know. Well, there's not much in in terms of raising your voice other than the excitement of the Christmas season. Cousin Eddie's going to come over. <laughs> going to have a great time. <laughs> Champagne <laughs> and mince meat pies. <laughs> Between, sounds like, uh, Brett Ridge, Dave Creighton Jr., by the way, here on the Hello, uh, Hawkeye Huddle, um, taking off on a tangential uh, binge to start things off. Shocker. We had an interesting Saturday, didn't we? You, uh, you, your, your, your stepson could not get home. My boy. Frontier Airlines basically left him in the dust and doesn't oh, care. I got, a, I got an email today from them. Oh, did you? said, here's his baggage claim. Sorry for the problem. Uh, so he was left in Denver, right? For, for, I don't know, 48 hours. That's a fun place to be for 48 hours. No money for hotels. No uh, money for restaurant coupons. No, it's weather-related. They don't help you. Weather-related. Uh, you know what's interesting is that only Frontier was the ones that were canceling flights. Really? Uh-huh. Go figure. Do you, did you know? So Air Alaska got out. I went out to the Jolly Holiday Lights, by the way, on Sunday night. Yeah? How, how far was the line? Uh... Well, it's really short because it's closed. Why? Too cold? Uh, apparently. Now, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who don't remember, I spent six years as the executive director of Make Wish of Iowa, and well, we ran they... Jolly Holiday Lights, and we never shut down for cold. Now, we shut down for a couple of snowstorms. And a flood. And, but, but we came back up and got running again when there was a flood, Well, there right? was no way last year. I, I heard that. I'm just saying. So they moved out to Adventureland this year, which is what? 40 minutes from our house? Half yeah, hour. Right? Half hour, right? So I plop, Andrew wants to go, 18-year-old, and two-year-old step-grandson wants to go as well. We plop in the car, we get over there, looks great, pull up, and sorry, folks, park's closed. Moose outside should have told you. Moose up front should have told you. Could not believe they closed it for cold. And it was eight. It was not negative three or negative nine. It was eight. Well, I can you tell you anyway, on Sunday, I, uh, I was at the Kansas City So check Chiefs before game. you go, by the way. Check online, whatever, see if you, you know, you I never at, know. I was at the Chiefs game, and it was two when it started. Yeah. We were in the shade. And that was cold. Yeah, I, I saw you know pictures. That, that and you people were... actually bring cardboard to that game. So I'm going, what are these people bringing? Are they got signs? No. You know what they do? They put it on the on the ground for the feet, so your feet are not on the concrete. On the concrete. It's brilliant. Arrowhead. It actually works. My neighbor left it. I'm like, all right, I'm going to try this. Makes a difference. <laughs> At least four or five degrees difference. You know, and when it's minus 30, four or five degrees is a big deal. It's yeah, well, look at it. Today deal. it's 40. I appreciate you coming out at uh, 1030 at night to uh, go help uh, young son Andrew with his first uh, little uh, car fender bender there in the uh, parking lot. Hit a curb. And Fortunately, a one-car incident with no injuries. No injuries, just a little bit of cash out of my back pocket. Yeah, make and, him work it know. off. And we'll figure that out. Right? Andrew, Andrew will be shoveling the snow. He will be available uh, my son will be available for numerous odd jobs here over the Christmas break. Um, anyway, Hawks last uh, uh, earlier in the day, kind of neat. Hawks win easily over Northern Iowa. We saw a victory, but not like that, right? Did, did you go to the game? I did. You know how, why? I checked SeatGeek.com. Fifteen dollars? Uh, no, seven. Seven. I paid. Se- no, but I had to pay were, a service fee. You I were paid- also in the top row, though. Well, we weren't quite up there, but then we decided we might as well go sit there, right? And, and on that angle, it's actually you know, on the angle there in in Wells Fargo. It's actually better than sitting at the top of the side because you're the the way you're looking. It's less steep, and you get a better a little bit better angle. So we were we were there, but that I paid is a bunch of hoo ha. I paid nine dollars. Same. And and they gave us five dollar gift certificates to, uh, to uh, for each one of us to high V, so the total cost all in all done was eight dollars to go watch that that which is why the high V Classic really needs to rethink what they're doing. It was the place was a mausoleum. I mean it, it it just was. It was fun to watch Iowa beat up on Northern Iowa the other day, but this event it, it just. It, it was a good idea once. It's only what five years old. I don't know six. And, and and they did sell the tickets, admittedly, but nobody's excited about it at all. And I don't know what you're going to do, but this is it, it is that. But nonetheless, Iowa gets out to uh, well about ten minutes in, well, starts see, to expand their lead, and after that, it was never a ball. It was never a basketball so, game. So this was the first time I've actually watched uh, a game with success. On the ESPN, on the ESPN three, w- watch me app, not the Ocho, the thirteen, 
And uh, so I got it on the iPad, and the score was like 18 to 10 or something when I got it. <clears throat> you and I made a couple baskets. Oh, gosh. Got maybe 18 I, to 13 was yeah, the closest they got. Maybe, it. maybe I should turn it off. Yeah, uh, no, I'll just I'll just keep watching. And then Pete got going, and Bear comes in and makes some good plays. And, you know, Isaiah Mossman scored the first half. And, and so they challenged him in the second half, and he comes out and gets the first six points in the second half. Right. Five, it know, was seven points. It, it was just, it's fun to watch him right now. And and I think what's what's interesting, I think Mark Rogers hit on this, you know, at the end of the last hour, is, is that, is that the Hawks, and, and you and I have said this too, they're going to beat some teams in the Big Ten that they should not, uh, you know, they th- that there will right. be underdogs against. Um, and, and then the, they will, they're going to have some stinker games where they're not going to play very well. Uh, youth is going to be the majority of that. And the, you know that the Big Ten teams are going to double one and a half on Pete uh, throughout, the, throughout the time. But right now, Peter Jock is like number five in the country. Uh, in scoring five or six and four, oh, four. Well, no, I could be wrong. He's yeah. he's in the top five in the country in scoring, and he's playing on average four or five less minutes than the other four teams. He's the only guy from the Big Five doing that. So, you know, the boy can fill it up, and it's it, when he when he gets hot, it's fun to watch. Well, he had twenty one the other day, and I would say this well, about a pretty his, easy twenty. Right. Well, I would say this about his twenty one. Right. It it was. Um, there were these step back threes where it, you know it appeared he just very calmly just stood there, kind of looked at the guy in front of him and said, "Okay, fine, I'll back up and shoot." Um, the the but and we love the one where he walks over half court and just kind of stops, you know, NBA range and, and dribbles it in. But here's my my favorite play of the whole day for him it had to be to end the first half, which you know Iowa has struggled for under Fran forever to get a good shot at the end of games and halves, right? right. Well, that's, and, and you knew he's be, getting the ball. Is that because Mike is there? Well, Mike, he's not there. And you knew Pete's getting the ball, right? And so Andrew looks at me and goes, how are they going to get him up? And I don't, I'm like, I don't know. And he started under the hoop. He ran to his left out to the out to the uh, sideline. Little head fake. Got uh, Jeremy Morgan on him. Little head fake. Stops. Shows for the ball. Runs across. Somebody, I didn't even see who it was, came down a little, set, set a little pick right along the free throw line pops out and he doesn't need enough room to, uh, any more than no. just catch and turn around right and he got and that's what he got going there they actually got a hand in his face but he got himself open and Bohannon did a nice enough job of faking one way looking inside looking it off so that the other guys couldn't just it was just one of those things where you thought to yourself you know there's a little hope for this team if they can run a set play right because there's a lot of other things they do well that hasn't been one of them but you know what, one of them too. is not is watching Dom Yule shoot jumpers well, wow, he, you tweeted that's that. So, that's and so he tweeted, painful. Tweeted that. So, yeah, he's got a problem with getting the. He he fumbles the basketball and he's try while he's trying to shoot. He's got a difficult. And then he shoots like a curveball. Well, my His problem hand comes off the side. It's my, weird. Yeah, it is. My problem with him is not that. And I so I will say this. I I, I noticed he, a couple of articles. But people he played, will say, yeah, he's uh, give him more time. Well, he's doing, saying, yeah, but. So we watched him a couple of times because this this game got to a point where you're literally going, I'm just going to watch certain guys right. and see what happened. I watched him stand around. within. He'd be within 10 feet of a, of a ball on the floor, and I watched him watch three guys go to the floor and not try. I watched well, him not get back on defense. Somebody's got to be the outlet guy. I, I watched him not. I watched him reach to try to tip basketballs but not go up to try to grab them. I watched him box nobody out. The rebounds were around when nobody was around. I personally think he's lazy. And I don't think he's good. And I think we can we, – everybody can say, oh, he deserves more time because he's got rebounds. I think Northern Iowa played terrible the other day, and he looked okay. Well, so I don't think – I think he's the weak link. He's the guy that should sit once uh, Cook comes well, back. Well, and that's just it is when we get Cook back. And, and they're going to have to figure out a way to work him into this lineup. And if I'm Fran, I'm not sure I throw him right in, into the starting lineup. No, I, I agree with that. I, 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 I think that they've, they have figured something out with that starting five. I think that – uh, you know, watching Nicholas Bear come off the bench and the way that he brings energy, rebounds, steals, assists. I mean, the dude's good, and and he's just <laughs> Gary Dolphin says on the post game. Well, he was poetry in motion out there, and I looked at Andrew. And I said, "No, 
a little more like a limerick. I'm going to call maybe it a, a, haiku. a haiku. Yeah, a haiku, a haiku in motion. But he's certainly not poetry. But no, but his first double double of his career, eleven points, eleven rebounds. And you're right, but he just sort of finds the ball, right? It, and he finds a way to get involved in plays, and that's so. He's your first guy off the bench still. Oh yeah, right? he's well, he's he's playing the John Havlicek role of the 1970s mm-hmm. Celtics. And and clearly, the guys you have starting right now have a little something going. So you got to be careful about that. Not to say that Tyler Cook is not such a talent that you don't you know you don't find a way. There's no question about that. Well, but Cordell just, Pemsel is shooting 76 percent from the field for the year. Don't you think 76 percent? Well, most of those shots are close, but he's got some moves. They called him for a walk the other day, and I didn't think he traveled. I, yeah, he he very well may have, but he made so many post moves. I think the official had to say he must have changed his pivot. It might have shifted here, right? And there. But uh, you know, nevertheless, it's, it's a really good win out of the Hawks down in Wells Fargo, neutral court. As I suggested, Iowa was a, a small underdog, um, but that's two wins in a row. I don't see how you can suggest that Iowa is, does not have the best basketball team in in the state of Iowa. Um, Certainly, Drake's not going to be in that uh, conversation, and, and you beat and the Iowa other... State struggling. They really are, and, and, and you know, and without a post presence, Iowa State is going to struggle. Um, and teams like Kansas and OU and Okie State that have got big post guys, they're going to really and Baylor, they're going to eat them up in the inside. So, but it is an encouraging sight to see this basketball team get better. I think we all, and we've said this over the last couple, three weeks, when the Seton Hall game came down, it was exciting to watch that. Just watch them play. Because right. we haven't seen them. We haven't seen They're any getting, of them, right? Getting, no up idea. And, yeah. getting up and down the court. They're making baskets, and the game got away from them. Uh, you know, they go to Florida. They don't play very well down there. And then they've come back since then and really played well since the Thanksgiving tournament. Yeah, the Omaha game was was bad. Okay. But, but no, but you're right. Well, since the Cook Omaha went, game. Cook went out. They played well against Notre Dame. I, I mean, they had about a five-minute la- lapse in there. But Notre Dame's good. And you were in the Athletic and Convocation Center. Right. And you had a second-half lead with this group with no Tyler Cook. At one point in time, this team couldn't stop anybody. Now, I don't know how much better the defense is, but I, what I well, saw the other day, be better. it was better. It was a lot better. They're rotating like they They're not they're giving up to. 80 points a game, therefore well, it's better. And they're, they're closing guys off, right? No dribble drive penetration. Nobody getting uh, fast break breakouts on them. It's it's it is it is much better, and but, I would venture to say Fran probably practices. They probably don't run any offense in practice right now. All they're doing is 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 defense. I wonder if they even have a basketball. I, <laughs> did you happen to me when I was speaking I know, of gr- speaking of great yeah. coaching? Uh, the YMCA flash with only five girls, four to start the game. We had to borrow another player. Defeat the best team. Well, allegedly. The uh, leading, the leader of the of the four team seventh grade girls twenty six to twenty four to sixteen yeah, on Saturday. Exciting victory! Exciting victory for, huge, the, for the Flash. Huge win for the Flash. Yeah, All five girls played the entire game. So, defensively, I I, I think the question is going to be one: Can they maintain that level of that level of effort? Two, is it really as good as it looks in the last couple of weeks? We'll see. But three, then, you know, when when other teams with a little more talent come in, let's see what happens. But still, right now, you look at that schedule that looked so daunting. Eh, I think everybody's – I think Rodgers was just saying it. Michigan State didn't look all that great. Michigan doesn't look all that great. They look good at times, right? Um, there are teams in the Big Ten with nice records, but I don't know how that anybody really believes that Rutgers at 9-1 and one is, is good. Right? Hey, did you see Rutgers got uh, football sanctioned? Yeah, how, how do you get how do you get sanctioned when you win like when four that games? Bad. I, it, it, it's it's a warning that the sanctions are coming. I I agree. How does that happen? It's a cesspool there. It has been for a long time. Drain the really, swamp. Drain the swamp. Hawkeye basketball six and five now. They got a game tonight. They're playing North Dakota, a team that uh, did get beat by you and I, but but not North a bad Dakota team. is not the Fighting Sioux anymore. I don't believe that. Fighting Hawks, it Dude, says. They are not the Fighting Sioux because that is politically incorrect. And Iowa would not be playing them if they were the Fighting Sioux, by the way. Why? Uh, I don't know. That we was have that Sioux was, City, Sioux uh, Center. Uh, apparently that there's honors the Sioux, Sioux Nation. Falls. Right, I, I got you. Um, there's, it was, this was a few years ago. Remember, we were on the I, air when I, they when they took I, Bradley I, off of the Iowa baseball schedule. They would not play them because they were the Braves. They whatever. took them off the schedule. 
Now, Bradley is still the Braves, though, aren't they? Because they're back on the baseball schedule. I don't know. Anyway, North Dakota tonight, 8 o'clock on the Big Ten Network. Who knew? And uh, Delaware State on Thursday on the Big Ten Network. Then you take a few days off. Next week we'll begin set for Purdue uh, to open the Big Ten season at Purdue. So the Hawks are 11-point favorites. Trent sends me a note that says 91% of the the, uh, wagers are on Iowa, and that line has not moved. So, in other words, Iowa's the prohibitive favorite. Well, yes. People like Iowa tonight. And why wouldn't you? Um, the atmosphere in Carver Hawkeye should be well because enough of to, that. St- to study for finals. Yeah. That might be why. That might be the one thing you won't have tonight. It's, it's gonna, it'll be dead there, right? Sparse. Sparse crowd. No students. Everybody gone. There may be more people listening to the huddle either now and or on podcast than there will be in Carver Hawkeye. It's then. possible. The question is, the question is... If uh, we, who's our who we got for a big tree now? We don't have Woody. Uh, if uh, if Ryan Creener falls over on the court in Carver Hawkeye Arena, is there anybody? Does he actually make a noise if nobody's there to hear him? Can we hear the knitting? Can we hear the knitting of the, the knitting yeah, needles? Yeah. The page is um, turning in the books. We can break down a little. Jeff bit Jeff Horner's coming back tonight. He's, That's a good point. So he's I did, assistant coach. I, I forgot to write that down. Very good. Yes, he is assistant coach up in North Dakota. You know, he was had a cup of coffee as a high school coach here at uh, Valley. A cup of coffee was in the uh, state tournament, and they did very well. Yeah, yeah. They, they did very well. And uh, as I said, I you know I had some interaction with him at the time because Andrew was doing that uh, their feeder program. He was trying to build the uh, what was that? The impact. The impact. Right. So he was Andrew was on, and I thought. For for a, he was really good with the with the eighth ninth and ninth grade kids. Uh, he was I, I thought he was really good. We had him for a while there. He was and I, terrific. I thought he was a terrific guy at that point in time. I mean, I had not had an interaction su- with that. I'm kid. I'm suggesting and, that perhaps the salary at North Dakota Fighting Hawks assistant coach, with aspirations of moving to yeah the head coach of somewhere somewhere in the Big Sky Conference or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you're yeah. not going to do that. I think Valley and Ames have a big uh, high school game tonight, right? I believe Trent might be going over there to uh, put that. Trent, are you doing that one on the radio? Oh, I'll be at Valley High School tonight at the Fieldhouse with the Tigers and the Little Cyclones. The Bill, Col- the Bill Coldiron Fieldhouse. Yes. And it should be noted that I've seen Bill Coldiron the last three times I've gone to Charlie's Filling Station. Has he been hanging out oh, there? Oh, yeah, he's there every, every day, there. around 4 o'clock. Very good. All right, uh, you know what? It's 519. Time to take our first right. break. Let's do it. We'll take a break. We're going to come back, and we are going to spend a few minutes talking uh, bowl participation by players because everybody else is, and why wouldn't you want to know what we think? Because <laughs> clearly oh, we have insights. I have thoughts. Yeah, we'll be back on the Hawkeye Huddle on 1700 at Mediacom. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. 1700 KBGG traffic update. Watch out for a few trouble spots in the metro this afternoon. We got an accident on the east side of town at East 14th Street near Des Moines Street. Also watch out for a fender bender on the west side of town at 50th Street near Ashpin Drive. The rest of the metro running accident free. Have a safe ride home and that's a look at traffic. 1700 KBGG with Central Iowa's most accurate forecast from Local 5. Our forecast for tonight, partly to mostly cloudy, quiet and dry, low near 25. Then starting off with clouds Wednesday, becoming partly sunny, breezy and milder with a high of 41. I'm Local 5 Chief Meteorologist Brad Edwards. Brought to you by ADT, the security leader for over 140 years. Trust ADT to protect your home, family, and all you care about. When you have ADT security, it's more than a sign in your yard. It's a line in the sand. Visit ADT.com. Are you an experienced shooter or someone that's new to firearms and Looking for advice or training? Range Masters Training Center in Clive invites you to visit with their knowledgeable and friendly staff that will help you determine what firearm is a perfect fit for you and your lifestyle. Range Masters Training Center carries all your favorite brands of handguns, rifles, silencers, shotguns, and gear. Range Masters Training Center is Iowa's premier indoor shooting range with an 18,000-square-foot facility, including 14 25-yard indoor shooting lanes that are climate-controlled and well-ventilated. Don't have your own firearm? Rentals are available in their 
Center Pro Shop, including full automatic options. They also offer ladies' night and couples' night, along with all levels of classes, including permit to carry. Located at 10520 Hickman Road in Clive or online at rangemastersia.com. Range Masters is this week's sweet deal. Get $120 worth of range time for only $60. Pick up this Range Masters sweet deal Friday morning at 9 at 1700kbgg.com. It'll be the Iowa Hawkeyes, the Florida Gators, and the 2017 Outback Bowl. Legends American Grill. With locations in Johnston, 2 in West Des Moines, Ashworth, the original. And on 50th Street, Pleasant Hill, Marshalltown, and downtown. Legends American Grill, gearing up for all the Hawkeye Bowl action. Plus, NFL action each week with the NFL Sunday ticket. Don't miss a play, don't miss a game, including the playoffs. Legends American Grill. Check out their ad at martyandmillard.com. Plus, holiday gift cards are great last-minute stocking stuff. Legends American Grill with five locations. There's one near you. It happens once a year, and it's happening right now in Waukee. Schottenkirk Chevy's year-end closeout red tag sales event featuring bonus tag savings on our biggest inventory of the year. The year-end closeout at Schottenkirk Chevy in Waukee. Supplier pricing on all 2017 Chevy models, plus 20% off select bonus tag 17 Silverado Crew Cab All-Stars, 20% off 2017 Impalas, Sonics, and Sparks. New 2017 Chevy Cruze LT, close out. $189 per month lease, only $999 to its signing. New 2017 Chevy Malibu LT, close out. $229 per month lease, only $999 to its signing. Closeout time in Waukee. New 2017 Silverado 1500 Z71 Crew Cab All-Star. 20% off or 429 per month lease. Only 999 to its signing. Year-end closeout. Featuring supplier pricing and up to 20% off and 0% for 72 months on select models. The year-end closeout. Schottenkirk Chevy on the west end of Hickman, Waukee. Chevy. Find new roads. WaukeeChevy.com. All rebates to dealer must be bonus tagged in stock. Only 39 month lease. 10K per year. 999 due. Truck 30,425. 20% includes all-star discount. Residual cruise 12,725. Malibu 15,330. Current Chevrolet or competitive lessees with approved credit expires one two seven. Well, they say a smile's worth a thousand words. Dr. Stephen Fuller, fullerdental.net. If you're looking for a new dentist, go with the pro. Dr. Stephen Fuller with two locations, east side of Des Moines and also in Altoona. Dr. Stephen Fuller is now open to take on some new patients in early 2017. Get a hold of Dr. Stephen Fuller, fullerdental.net. Check him out on the web. Again, that great smile. Bring in the new year in 2017. Dr. Stephen Fuller, Fuller Family Dental. FullerDental.net. Centurion Stone of Iowa is proud to be the leading provider of stone veneer in Iowa. Centurion Stone has the look and feel of natural stone with the ability to create over 200 color and pattern combinations. If your upcoming home project involves the interior of your home, stop by the showroom at Centurion Stone of Iowa and see what they can do for you. Centurion Stone is located at 5525 Northeast 22nd Suite A in Des Moines. Their showroom hours are Monday through Friday from 8 until 5, Saturday from 8 until noon. Or visit centurionstoneofiowa.com. Asset Protection Agency and the Brighton Companies have now merged into one firm now known as Asset Pros. Whether it's auto, home, life, commercial insurance, and employee benefits, we have experts in every area to service your insurance needs. We see this as an enhancement for our customers. We still have the same West Des Moines location, same phone number, 515-223-1600, and the same great people working together to serve your financial and insurance needs. Asset Pros has evolved into one of the premier financial and business resource consulting firms in Iowa. We view our work with you as a partnership in helping you in your insurance buying needs. Asset Pros, making sense of today's financial and insurance choices. 515-223-1600. Hey guys, it's that time of year again. Time to build up some equity for March Madness in the next football season. Tell that special lady in your life you'll do the laundry and you really mean it. Then grab the dirty clothes and head to Duds and Suds in Beaverdale. Drop it off, pick it up, all nice and clean and folded. She'll be amazed. Or wash while you wait. Enjoy a beer, popcorn, and the games on TV. Or shoot a game of pool. Duds and Suds, guys. Check it out. 2629 Beaver in Beaverdale. Duds and Suds. Back in the Hawkeye Huddle, Brett Ridge, Dave Crane Jr. with you here. As we are each week from 5 to 6 o'clock here on 1700 at Mediacom 22, 822 in the uh, high def world. Right? Sorry if you're watching on 822. Yeah, I got to do a little pancake number eight right here. We do not wear makeup. No, we don't. We just come in here and give it our all. 
We give 110% for the team. <laughs> unlike. How many platitudes? And, we, unlike. Uh, unlike couple, uh, uh, star Patrick. running backs in the NCAA. Uh, Mr. McCaffrey from. Leonard uh, Fournette from LSU Fournette. and Christian McCaffrey Christian from Stanford. McCaffrey. And. And and the, the dude from uh, apparently some guy that I've never heard of because Baylor wasn't really very good this year. Their running back's not playing either. Shock, shock jaw, shock somebody, whatever. He's not playing either in their bowl game. And they're, they're not playing because they're the, apparently uh, getting ready for the, the NFL draft. Arizona, aren't they playing in Arizona? Like the Tucson Bowl or whatever something it's like, called. Yeah, it's something stupid like that. I just Here's the part that I don't understand. And I tweeted about this, and you can follow me on Twitter at Hawkeye Huddle. Follow Ridge and Hawkeye Idol too, um, and and I don't understand this. You play your entire career as a part of a football team. Christian McCaffrey was the MVP of the Rose Bowl last year, as we all recall. Uh, those of us who were there, which includes Brett and I, and watched that just him dismantle the Hawks, and so he. Plays against Washington this year, and they and they stop him cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, gets hurt, I think, in the Washington State game in a game that Stanford also loses, and he sits out the Notre Dame game, and he's come back, and he's played in the last few. You make a great point. Why play in any of those games if you're if you're not going to play in the playoff? I mean, yeah, it, they, they, their their championship dreams were over on September thirtieth. Maybe the October eighth game. Well, you could, Washington you could State. say the Washington State game because right. you might have had a chance to right. come back against Washington in the right. Pac ten final or whatever. Yeah, but you, 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 at that point in time, why did he not just hang it up for the year? Because that's what you're doing right now. It's the same excuse. Why should I play? Well, I don't owe it to anybody, even though I got a hundred and fifty thousand well, dollar free education. You, I don't owe you anything. You know and. And I think I think this idea that guys are going to get hurt, and the Notre Dame guy got hurt. Uh, Willis McGay, he uh, blew out both knees, uh, national championship game in I think it was two thousand one or two thousand two. And here's the deal: the only time I've seen, well, I shouldn't say that. Oftentimes, when guys are playing not to get hurt, that's when they do get hurt. So, so maybe if you're, they were going to go in with that mentality, that would make sense. But the NCAA had these had these commercials out there that said 95% of these athletes will never go pro in whatever it is that they're playing. And I would suspect on the Stanford Cardinal, if you look at their senior class on every year, and if they're, let's just use a number and say there's 20, that if two or three go pro on an annual basis, so maybe it's 80% for Stanford, the other guys aren't going pro in, in football. I'm guessing they want to win the Sun Bowl. Um, and I'm guessing that last year those guys wanted to win the Rose Bowl. And I'm guessing that, you know, the Texas A&M guy who's projected to be the number one pick goes, I'm playing because these are my guys. There, there's, it's part of being a team and a good teammate is understanding the friendships and relationships that they build through that period of time that they're there. And basically, they're letting them down. And, and I, don't, I don't understand. They may go in and say, oh, my teammates back me and all this. Okay, whatever. They sold them a bill but of you goods. Know, you know what? They don't. Well, it, they maybe don't. they do. The, I, but, well, there might be one or two of their other posse, their close guys, right, that might be saying, yeah, dude, don't play. Don't. But the rest of the team, I'm going to guarantee you. Think you think Christian McCaffrey has a posse? Oh, I was thinking of buddies. I don't know. What do you I, I think that he's a stand-up smart guy, and I think he's he's weighing the odds. And apparently this Sun Bowl game gets the vaunted North Carolina Tar Heels defense, which I think gives up somewhere in the neighborhood of 500 yards a game, could get hurt. is going to hurt him. I mean, it, I just, I just don't get it. If you're a competitor and you want to belong at the upper echelon, you want to play in the NFL. You're not going to play against the Jaguars because you think you're going to beat. I mean, come yeah. on. Adrian Peterson came back this week. wasn't very wasn't very effective, but he really didn't have to come back. Yeah, he's in contract year. Guy's a warrior in a lot of different ways. That's I, that's what you want to see on your team. Just, this is not what you want to see. I agree. I and, just, I, and I by the way, bad form. In this case, why would any team ever play a bowl game? Because you could get hurt for next year. It ruins spring training and all that. It's the dumbest excuse I've heard. It is dumb. We'll be back on the Hawkeye Huddle. Big news, big talk. Join me, Diana Kelly, every Saturday morning at 10 for what's happening in your neighborhood with Inside Iowa. On 1700 KBGG. 
1700 KBGG traffic update. Watch out for a new accident on the north side of town at Northeast 14th as you get near Henderson. The rest of the metro running accident free out there. Have a safe ride home and that's a look at traffic. 1700 KBGG with Central Iowa's most accurate forecast from Local 5. Our forecast for tonight, partly to mostly cloudy, quiet and dry, low near 25. Then starting off with clouds Wednesday, becoming partly sunny, breezy and milder with eye of 41. I'm Local 5 Chief Meteorologist Brad Edwards. You always want your Honda motorcycles, ATVs, and power equipment to be operating at full power. So if you need your Honda machine repaired, bring it to the experts at Garvis Honda. Garvis Honda authorized service technicians have almost 70 years of combined experience. They do service all brands, and you don't want to miss their great deals on new snowblowers and generators. Stop by at 1603 Euclid in Des Moines or online at GarvisHonda.com. That's GarvisHonda.com. Okay, so everyone makes a holiday wish list this time of year filled with all kinds of the latest gadgets. But now you can give them a great gift that might not be on their list. I'm David McNeil, inventor of the WeatherTech Floor Liners, laser measured to custom fit your specific vehicle, and they're made right here in America. WeatherTech also has a full line of premium automotive accessories that make ideal gifts for everyone this season. Ordering is easy. Visit WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. The good news is that if you go to Buffalo Wild Wings, order from the Fast Break Lunch menu, and don't get your food within 15 minutes, your lunch is free. The bad news is we don't plan on taking longer than 15 minutes. Free lunches? Are you crazy? What kind of business model is that? Lunch fast or it's free. We do it for you. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings. Beer. Sports. For a limited time only at participating locations. Valid for tables of six or less. Other restrictions apply. See a participating location for details. ADT presents what to consider when considering home security. An ADT sign is more than a sign. It's a line in the sand. On one side, your family. On the other, an uncertain world. For over 140 years, more people have chosen ADT to help prevent crime than anyone else. Get ADT starting at just $28.99 a month. Tested, trusted, proven ADT. With 36-month contract for licensing and terms and conditions, visit ADT.com. It's time for the Iowa Wrestling Report, presented by People's Insurance Agency. I'm Trent Condon. It's number one versus number two tonight as top-ranked West Des Moines Valley makes their way over to Southeast Polk to take on the second-ranked Rams. 18 ranked wrestlers expected to compete tonight on the mat. Some of the big matches tonight include at 113 pounds, second-ranked Nick Oldham of Valley against sixth-ranked Mark Ames from Southeast Polk. At 126, fifth-ranked Spencer Hutchinson of Valley will face top-ranked Adam Brown from Polk. And the match of the night might be at 145 pounds. It'll be 15-0 and number one-ranked Grant Stotts facing off against Zach Barnes, ranked number two for Southeast Polk. The action gets going tonight at 7.30, number one Valley, number two Southeast Polk. This Iowa Wrestling Report presented by People's Insurance, providing solid coverage, personal service, and saving you money. Get a quote online at People's Insurance Agency at peoples-insurance.com. Well, if you're having a nice holiday get-together, make it as simple as the Manhattan Grill on Grand Avenue in West Des Moines. A great sports theme, outstanding food, and Kim Hager and her outstanding staff are gearing up for the Christmas holiday season. So if you're looking for a great spot, impromptu Christmas gathering with friends, family, employees, make it the Manhattan Grill on Grand Avenue in West Des Moines. Home to college basketball all winter long. Cyclones, Hawkeyes, Panthers, and Bulldogs. Manhattan Grill, Grand Avenue, West Des Moines. If the unfortunate prospect of divorce should become a reality in your life, consider a collaborative divorce. As opposed to a traditional divorce, this is a lower-cost alternative based upon the principles of mutual respect, cooperation, transparency, and dignity. Most importantly, both spouses make a commitment to staying out of the courtroom. It is typically a win-win for both spouses and the kids. Please contact attorney David Kozlowski for more information he can tell you if the collaborative divorce is right for you. David has 24 years of experience and practice exclusively in family law. He's located at 3737 Woodland Avenue in West Des Moines, just north of Valley High School. Give him a call, 515-226-0150, and arrange a free initial consultation. Again, that's attorney David Kozlowski, 515-226-0150. 
As an independent agent, People's Insurance Agency can tailor a program that fits any situation. We offer all sorts of insurance programs, including hard-to-place risks, such as farms and ranches, hunting guides, and outfitters. We will provide you solid coverage, personal service, and save you money. For more information, please call 800-932-4801 or visit us online at peoples-insurance.com. It'll be the Iowa Hawkeyes, the Florida Gators, and the 2017 Outback Bowl. Legends American Grill. With locations in Johnston, 2 in West Des Moines, Ashworth, the original. And on 50th Street, Pleasant Hill, Marshalltown, and downtown. Legends American Grill, gearing up for all the Hawkeye Bowl action. Plus, NFL action each week with the NFL Sunday ticket. Don't miss a play, don't miss a game, including the playoffs. Legends American Grill. Check out their ad at martyandmiller.com. Plus, holiday gift cards are great last-minute stocking stuff. Legends American Grill with five locations. There's one near you. And we're back here in Hawkeye. Tom is with us. Because I figured he's either on his way to Carver or he might be there. I didn't think about that. He might be there already. Uh, watching the Iowa women because they're playing. I have not checked to see what the score is of that ball game at this point. They're playing Kent State maybe or something like that. I, Iowa right. women lost at, here at Drake uh, on Sunday, 81-76. That's got to be a game that Lisa Bluter hates. Jenny Lillis or whatever. I don't know her married name. I'm sorry. Yeah. She's a head coach at Drake. That was one of her good players. University of Iowa. She, of course, used to coach at Drake, come back to Nap Center, and then they get beat. Number of chances to uh, cl- to uh, claw back into that game couldn't quite get it done either way. Young teams uh, on the road. Young teams on the road. Speak up for Tom. Tom oh, is ready. Tom is ready. Apparently, we're we're, That's we're getting the signal. Good afternoon, Tom Cakert from HawkeyeReport.com. Are you on your way to yeah, Iowa City? Are you in Iowa City? I'm uh, gonna leave as soon as we uh, get done with this. Well, we'll make it short tonight, so we don't want you to be late. You know, for that eight o'clock tip, I think he's going to be okay. Well, you never know. Good weather, good weather abounds uh, right now. So That's right. It's it's a, a nice. So Tom, uh, you're going over watch the basketball team. You were there uh, Saturday watching them play Northern Iowa. What's your opinion of the last couple three games that we've seen the Hawks and how well they've been playing? I, I didn't hear the full question, but it sounds like you're Pick asking about the last three games and what's changed, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Um, they're just playing better defense. They're helping each other more. Um, I just, they just seem like a, like a more cohesive team right now. Um, and as a result, uh, we're seeing a better product on the, on the floor. I think we all knew that this team could score, um, for the most part against most teams, uh, Virginia maybe being the, the lone exception, but, um, what, we hadn't seen was them guard anybody, and um, now they're doing that. And as they've they've improved there in that area, and guarded not just for short periods of time, but for most of the game. Um, I, I think you've seen the result, and, and the result is they're winning games, and they're um, you know just look at it this way: Omaha scored thirty-four field goals against Iowa in the last two games. You and I and Iowa State have combined to score 40 field goals in those games. That sounds That's like good. a football team turnaround. Turn <laughs> yeah. It is. It's something like the uh, the 600 yards you gave up to Penn State, and then you give up 600 yards over the next three, three games, games, right? right? Absolutely. Well, it, it has been a remarkable uh, turnaround the last couple of games. Of course, we know with so many youth players, uh, young players on the team, uh, you, you still have to be careful of some of these games uh, that you think you should win. So, uh, got to be awake tonight, but certainly um, one of the things that that they got to be excited about is is whenever they get uh, Tyler Cook back into the lineup. It sounds like he probably won't play tonight, right, Tom? That has not been determined yet. Um, I think he might play, but I don't know. Um, you know, I, it, it's it's been kind of a confusing thing because you know John Rothstein. From uh, I guess he's at FanRag Sports now. He was at CBS, and I know he does some TV for CBS. Um, he had put out that Fran had told him that Tyler Cook was going to be back for until the Purdue game, 
and then uh, I asked him yesterday, kind of what's the prognosis, and he said day-to-day, and, uh, you know, he'll work a little bit yesterday and see where he's at, and if he gets cleared today, then they could potentially put him out there. I think they're kind of being overly cautious, and maybe rightfully so, just to make sure. Um, but I think they'd like to get him out there in uh, maybe Thursday, um, but we'll we'll see. Maybe he'll be out there tonight. So, good possibility. You never know. It'll be, it'll be exciting. It's exciting to mix him in now with all the experience they've got on this team. And I think one of the things that you can clearly see is what this experience. Group, Are you just saying that? The, I'm saying guys like Pemsel were not playing earlier in the year. You didn't have Moss as, in nearly as many, many minutes, and I think that they've gotten uh, they've gotten themselves uh, sort of their legs underneath them. They're very confident and they're playing more okay. because he's not on the he's not out there taking up their minutes. And I think they were giving a lot of minutes to him in favor of some of these other guys, and now they've been able to work their way into this. And, and Tom, the revelation will be here how they can work the big body of Cordell Pemson along with the big body of Tyler Cook. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how they integrate those two because they haven't played a whole lot of minutes. They put a few minutes together earlier in the year in those first six games that Cook played. They were out there together, but not a lot. It wasn't... uh, kind of go-to lineup, but I think you've got to put them both out there at the same time and see what that looks like and see what that develops. The thing I'm hoping is that just by being over there on the bench and being and watching and seeing the effort that it takes defensively, that the light bulb goes on for Cook on the defensive end. I think that was an area that was starting to frustrate Fran a little bit, that Cook was not as engaged on that end. Now, if they can get him going with his athleticism on the defensive end, I think they're even better than they've shown in the last uh, you know week and a half or so. Um, well, but that's going to be determined. Uh, but I, I'm anxious to see Cook and Pencil out there together because I think that duo could be pretty good for uh, for Iowa. Uh, you know, in terms of guys that you can dump it down in the low post, and then you've got the shooters and Slasher, Moss, and and also uh, Jock, and then you've got uh, Bohannon who can fill it up from deep. Well, Bohannon's been the in my well, Pemsel's been a pretty big surprise, but Bohannon, Bohannon's adjustment to college has taken far less time than I think any of us is would have guessed. Um, you compare his level of competency compared to Brady Ellingson. Uh, I mean, I think that's a fair comparison, and. You know, one dude's playing 32 minutes, the other's playing seven. So uh, he has been he has been a real treat to watch. Very confident young man. We're going to have to deal with freshman point guard mistakes, but uh, there's no question he's comfortable playing the position, and and that's something that we can't say that we had with Christian Williams. So I, I think that's been great. Cook and Pencil down low. That's uh, that's kind of exciting. Young team, and we're going we're gonna to see a lot of guys, some guys coming in the next couple of years. Of course, the McCaffrey boys themselves. But, uh, Tom, the other couple of recruits that Iowa has put uh, into next year's class are having uh, really good beginnings to their uh, high school seasons, aren't they? Yeah, with Luca Garza and Jack Nungy, they're both off to really good seasons. Um, you know, those guys will be coming in, and Garza's legit 6'10. Um, and a wider body, bigger frame, and he's playing out in at the uh, City of Palms event in Florida right now, and he's doing really well there, scoring you know twenty five a game and double figure rebounds. And Nunji's playing great uh, again, you know twenty five a game, double figure rebounds. He blocked five six shots the other night against the number four ranked team in the state of Indiana, so he's you know really coming on. Um, and he can step out and shoot threes, um, more of a Jared Utah-type player than uh, a post. And even looking forward down the down the road a little bit further with, you know, Joe Wieskamp had 50 points the other night uh, last week against uh, Burlington and uh, set the all-time school record for points in a career, and he's still got a year and a half left in his basketball career at high school. And uh, Patrick McCaffrey's, getting better by leaps and bounds every year. And by the time he's a senior, look out. He's going to be really, really good. So let's switch gears to uh, football real quick because the Hawks did pick up another um, a commitment this week. 
Uh, I'm not sure how many fans knew that uh, Max Cooper had an offer, but uh, uh, he jumped at it pretty quickly. Tell us about uh, this wide receiver. Yeah, Max Cooper is out of Wisconsin. He was committed to Central Michigan, so the rating of the Mac has begun for uh, Kirk Ferentz, <laughs> and uh, uh, he flipped pretty quickly. Four or five speed wide receiver. He watches tape. Uh, he gets down the field pretty well. I think he probably projects to be more of a slot receiver. Anything else at Iowa? Not really a true outside guy, but a decent size, like six one, six two, and um, you know he he'll, he's. Uh, you know what they needed. It's probably your replacement for Gavin Holmes, who is probably coming in as a slot guy. So now they're waiting on you know Oliver Martin at wide receiver. They're waiting on Kedrick Green, the offensive or defensive lineman, whichever um, they figure out at a later date from Illinois, from the Peoria area, who's down to Iowa, Minnesota, and uh, Illinois, and uh, also Scotty Nelson, a safety out of Michigan, who's I think probably down to Iowa and Wisconsin at this point. And those two guys may make their decision um, before um, the end of the year, maybe perhaps as early as before Christmas. So could have some news uh, fairly soon on those guys. Well, that would, be, that would be an interesting choice if you took Minnesota after their interesting week that they've had with their football uh, program and Illinois, who is just a train wreck. I mean, if you had offers from those three yeah, places, I, I, I mean, I, I realize I'm wearing I, black I, and gold, but my God. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I I would have no excuse. I would have no understanding of why you would go to either one. But um, Unless you didn't you think know. you could play well, it. Well, so interestingly, on your uh, on your site, Tom, uh, Rivals, and, and you guys have rated uh, Scott Nelson as a 60% chance to Iowa. And you got all these other guys you mentioned, along with Thomas Johnson, linebacker out of Alabama, Zamari Maxwell, uh, D-back out of, uh, out of Florida. Uh, kind of at a fifty-fifty. So basically, these guys are all down to one or two, or down to two schools, basically. And Iowa was waiting. If you add, if they were happen to happen to get all of those guys, that would put them. I'm looking at the guys that you had. One, two, three, four, five. Uh, you're looking two. at twenty, uh, and they're probably going to go to twenty-two. And I'm not sure who else is is out there that they're looking. At. I guess Love at the the running back, but. Um, uh, where where I, I'm seeing the guys on on your site on the on the big board there on the draft board. The, the question I have is where are the backups uh, the backup plans? Well, one of the guys might be Nate Whelan from City High. Um, okay, you know he may be a a guy that they look at um, here fairly soon. We'll see what happens with that. But um, I think that's maybe the replacement for uh, a Johnston if he uh, decides to go elsewhere. Um, you know, there's always there's a, a running back, Keegan Williams, out of uh, Texas that I know they're keeping in touch with. Um, but he may end up at Baylor. Um, but I think they want to add another running back. Then there's always, you know, a guy named uh, Afonso so- Soko, a kid out of uh, Muscatine, who's maybe a corner, maybe a running back in college, and a, a good athlete, competitive kid that. Um, you know, is committed to uh, you know South Dakota, who they could flip to. It's always some kid here in the state of Iowa that Iowa has just been watching and waiting and slow playing along that they're going to grab Brandon, Brandon Myers. Myers. That's right. All right, Tom, appreciate it. We'll catch you next week. Okay, thanks, guys. Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. dot com, and uh, they do have all the good recruiting news now. Congratulations. Oh, I don't want to stop you from where you're going there. I, I so here, here's something. I'm searching the interwebs looking for something. And uh, Tyler Eifert plays uh, tight end for the Bengals. Says the Pro Bowl is not worth the risk. That's what I said about Peyton Manziel. Iowa's quarterback coming in next year from Okay, Texas. this is a National Football League. Uh, well, I'm saying. Isn't that basically a flag uh, football game anyway? Yeah, well, guys get hurt. And I'm saying this Manziel when kid was playing last in an all-star Robert game. Ed- Robert Edwards got hurt in a, playing in a, football in the sand. In the sand. I know. You could get hurt stepping off the curb. You could run into the curb in the parking lot at Valley High School. You know, I've yeah. seen these things, and it was an ice rink. Speaking Andrew, it's not 100% your fault, but you were going too fast. I don't care if you're going four. The best line out of his mouth is not my fault. I'm like, what do you mean? Well, you were the only one there. It's a one-car accident. Congratulations to Valley High School's Ben Campos. Preferred walk-on? Preferred walk-on at University of Iowa, linebacker. And So what does that mean? He gets to go, work out, and then once the season starts, he's basically banned? I'm not sure how exactly what it works, but it, it's not a gray shirt. 
thing, but it is a. I think that's the gray it's, shirt. It's a we want you here. That's the gray with shirt. an opportunity. We want you here with an opportunity to get your um to, to get your to, to get yourself on the team. You're going to be practicing and you're going to be lifting with the team. You're going to be you are you do not have to try out as a walk on. We are recruiting you to come be a walk on, and see how that goes. Fair enough. Uh, of course, Ben, brother of uh, of Jake. Uh, Jake, who's at Iowa State, but uh, also when the boys were younger. 10, 11, uh, he and his dad and I had a little baseball team before you and I coached together. And uh, so spent a lot of time with the campus before family. Before you had success. Ben, ben, well, we did have success oh, at a shush. different level. We, we were, and Ben was a fun kid to I have around. Kidding. Loved coaching with his dad and uh, very happy for them that, uh, that he's going to get the opportunity. He had some smaller schools. He probably could have gotten a little money to go play, well, but he's going to go try to, to uh, live the dream and, and walk no, on. No, Northwest Missouri was one of them, and they played in the Division Two championship in uh, four inches of snow the other day in Maryville. And very much could have gone there and could have uh, enjoyed that experience, but he's going to try to be an Iowa Hawkeye. So uh, uh, I'm, I'm pleased, uh, pleased for him. Plus... I think he's going to be one of those kids. I do. I think he's going to be one of those guys that's going to get on the team, and he's going to he's going to contribute. It happens uh, more often than not. A lot of times, these guys at Iowa looks at from around the he's state. Linebacker, right? Yep. Is he big enough to play linebacker? I think he is. Yeah. Certainly for Iowa. Well, his brother's big. Uh, he's certainly he's and he's he's fast and he's got a, he's got a motor. He's got a real motor. Tr. So, we'll see. Tr. Temple Nari, you're suggesting it's time for the Temple Nari last call. I'm demanding. It's time for the Templeton Rye Last Call. Brought to you by Templeton Rye, the good stuff. With the recipe from the tiny town of Templeton, Iowa. And uh, what do we got going on? We got a couple of Hawkeye sleeper games this week. Well, uh, turn to Big Ten uh, Big Ten Now, Big Ten Network. This will be on, on the regular DirecTV. You won't have to try and stream right, this. You don't have to find it. Right? Um, I think this is going to be a little bit of, of an exciting game tonight. I think both teams like to get up and down. They're going to score a lot of points. I, but I do believe the Hawks are going to win both these games this week. And uh, I'm looking forward to breaking down the football game next week. Uh, you mean that Outback Bowl thing? Yeah, that game that doesn't matter. That meaningless, matter, that meaningless bowl, bowl right? game that doesn't matter. That I guarantee you, this football team does not have that opinion. Just, just noting, Desmond King has graduated. Right, three and a half. CJ Beathard and, and graduated and had, had a kid. Base. Well, Desmond King graduated in three and a half years from the University of Iowa as a Thorpe Award winner, which means that during spring practice he may have missed. <laughs> Either way, point being that he's still playing this game. Yeah. It's important to some people. Right? It's important. It's important yeah. to the program, and it's important to the guys, and they believe that. In that, I can never. Sean Green played in this game. In 2009. Right, uh, right before he decided to go before, pro. Before right? he was going pro yeah. and had nothing to prove. This this game will matter to the Hawkeyes, and we'll look forward to breaking that down next week. All right. I got the Hawks uh, sweeping this week as well, but, and you're right. Tonight's going to be close because a little letdown, but they'll be all right. Thanks, Tom Kager of HawkeyeReport.com. Checking in. Trent Condon back in the studio running things for us. Joining him tonight for Valley and Ames High School Basketball for Dave Creighton Jr. I'm Brett Ridge. Join us next week right here on the Hawkeye Huddle.